0: Oh, I think he's a, he's whipping whipping it out. Something that you should try once in a while. Put, put, it, on, put t- it on. the table. Put it on the table. So we can just fucking whack at as hard as possible. <laughs> Welcome to your football fantasy. Good afternoon folks it's about bedtime so uh but going to bed pretty soon? Me? Yeah I am. Uh, if I were in bed now I'd be happy. Yeah I feel that way. Really fine if find me on twitter com at, at
1: at dweeznuts d-w-e-e-z-e-n-u-t-z that's how you spell. Good. Dweeznuts. No shout about that. We're on Facebook. We are? Yeah. All right. Welcome to the show. Welcome back. You got a Yelp review yet? What is it with you and Yelp? You know how old Yelp is, right? You're aging yourself bad. Oh, man. This is your football fantasy. I sent official notice to the little D-bags on Twitter who yeah. called us out. Yeah. I said to them that you do not, in fact, own a trademark. Uh-huh. Quit your bullshit. I've registered the <laughs> trademark, so you're going to have to change your name shortly. I'll let you know once it comes in. <laughs> yeah cuz i trademarked ours and theirs did you get um a response to still join their draft or talk about their draft I have, co- co- I have it's been about 4 days and i have not heard back from them at all uh so i clearly i clearly called their bluff and they're running scared uh, we'll see we'll see what happens we'll see if they if they uh if they give word back do i want to get on there and do a mock draft with them yeah you do come on at this point i do because i know they're fucking stupid and we could wipe the floor with them although Although, right now, in this moment, I'm not feeling very confident about my drafting skills. <laughs> I gotta be honest. <laughs> Folks, we're going to talk about this in a little bit. Wiz and I have started, we started last week at our Dynasty Startup Draft. It's, a, it's one of those long form, four hours a pick, send your email to the group thing. So, I think we're in round 14 or 15 right now, out of 28. And uh, there's been a lot of heartache. I've I've stressed out quite. I've lost sleep. I've not really been enjoying myself over the course as
0: much as I thought I would over the course of this draft. You you've seen South Park right with Cartman when he plays uh um was it Warcraft when he becomes a fat slap. <laughs> <laughs> Is that, yeah. that, that's what most people probably <laughs> imagine you are. I'm very fit. I'm, um, I, I, I'm, I got this. I lost a now. lot of sleep because of my dynasty draft, folks. <laughs> I got real stressed out because it it's a startup draft. It's very important that you get
1: the core for your team. And I was, I was, you know, I read a lot on Twitter and asked a lot on Twitter about how to do this. And everyone was like, make all these trades. So I was trying really hard to make trades. I traded away what turned out to be valuable picks. We'll talk more about it later. We'll kind of go through what this draft has been like for us a little bit later in the show. I think the first trade was good. I think the problem is you really fucked up that second trade. The second trade was garbage. Yeah, bad. I think my third trade was solid, though. Even though we gave up a lot, I like what we got. We'll get there. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. We need to start the show as we always do.
0: This week in football.
1: Not a whole lot of news. And the reason there's not a lot of news this week is because all I have paid attention to at all is uh, my Dynasty Startup Draft. haven't focused at all on the news, so I spent a little bit of time trying to look for some stuff. I do know that Darren Sproles signed a one-year deal with the Philadelphia Eagles, the guy's 34 years old. He's uh he's still quick. He's still fast. He's got a million dollars guaranteed this year on a contract that could be up to $1.4 million, which makes me think he's going to play a little bit.
0: What do you think about Darren Sproles back to the Eagles? Who gives a fuck? How old is he? 34? Well, I did pay attention. Yeah, he's 34 years old. Your other boyfriend, since you, you broke up with Wayne Gallman... Is Corey Clement? Corey Clement. Try to get him in our Corey Clementine. Street. Good. He's good. Yeah. Real good behind J.A.J. Now you got Sproles back there. I'm not mm-hmm. sure. This is why sometimes, I, folks, I think you should really caution yourselves when you're listening to Dewey's nuts about actually good players. So, again, listen. I haven't actually said
1: I like Darren Sproles yet. I just said he's back. It's newsworthy. A million dollars guaranteed for a guy that old. It makes you think he's going to play. Maybe he'll just be the punt returner. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, you know. Not likely. He's a great player. I'm happy to see him back in the Eagles. I'm happy to see him retiring from from uh, the Eagles here. Maybe he'll even get some time on the field. We'll see what Doug Peterson has to say about it. How about Matt Ryan? Matt Ryan signed a contract after after what is probably Matt Ryan's worst year as a professional quarterback. He signed a contract extension, five years, one hundred fifty million dollars. The biggest contract again, the biggest contract ever. The first guy ever to make thirty million dollars a year on average. Hundred million dollars if his
0: 150 is guaranteed. That's a lot of money for a guy that shit the bed last year. Yeah, prior to this though, he's been fabulous. I mean, his touchdown you know to interception ratio has been been remarkably good. I would tell you this doesn't surprise me. Doesn't really mean anything. Prior to Matt Ryan, Kirk Cousins was the highest paid NFL player in the league for six weeks. Now Matt Ryan is, and the only person this is really good for and important for is Aaron Rodgers. Because Aaron Rodgers is going to get $40 million a year next this year. year. According and to their new GM, he's going to get done this year. They're going to get an extension done this year. Yeah,
1: yeah. well, I, at this point, I think he deserves it. Here's the thing about Matt Ryan. I think Matt Ryan is as good as the weapons around him and no better. Aaron Rodgers is somebody that can take anybody. Tom Brady is somebody yeah. that can take any receiver Same and be amazing. Manning. Matt Ryan, Made you, players give him around some, you give him some studs, he's going he's gonna to utilize them and he's going to be really damn good. Uh, when his studs is he start similar to... to Ben Roethlisberger? I don't want to talk about Ben Roethlisberger because I I don't appreciate rape as a thing.
0: <laughs> I would have I'm to say nice you... things about Ben, and I don't want to say nice things about Ben. Well, I mean, he's at the tier that he's in because like Drew Brees makes players better. Aaron Rodgers makes players. Peyton Manning, when he was in his prime, the best quarterback ever, made players better. I probably agree with your statement that I think Matt Ryan's good. good. He's better than most of the quarterbacks. But he's he's not making the players around him better. He does what he should. Yes. Not a
1: whole lot more. Phillip Rivers? I think Philip Rivers makes players better. Oh, I'm not sure about that. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, big contract. He's sticking around. You know, may, he can't have a worse year than last year. Although Sarkeesian is still there. What do you think of
0: Sarkeesian? <laughs> Blows. With? Worst offensive coordinator ever, maybe. Ever? Ever. He took the best offense and drove it into the ground.
1: I spent a year coaching youth football. I coached the offense. You think I was a better coordinator than he was?
0: You were coaching youth football, yeah, he's coaching the NFL, yeah, where it matters. His job is to actually perform. Yours is just to teach them football. I taught him some football we don't we probably won't agree on that statement either. Here's some
1: other news uh there's some there's some big names in free agency got released by their teams this year. Des Bryant, DeMarco Murray, C.J. Anderson, these are really big names. These are really talented guys. They might be getting a little older. They're still without a team, okay? The big, one, the big two to me here are C.J. Anderson and, to a degree, DeMarco Murray. I think C.J. Anderson, I... who's only 27 years old, is still really talented, and it's not looking real likely that he's
0: going to make a roster anytime soon. DeMarco... There's a lot of tread in those tires. A lot, yeah. You're right. I, CJ does not have the same amount no, at all. No. And I like
1: I like CJ Anderson as a runner better than I like DeMarco mm-hmm. Murray. I like to watch CJ Anderson. I think he's really good. Uh, so, you know, he went, what, five, six weeks, and no teams showed any interest. I guess last week his agent came out and said six teams were were poking around and looking, but... You know, that's an agent trying to drum up business. It's a job. The reason I'm talking about this today is because in our startup draft, we talked briefly about maybe drafting C.J. Anderson, Des Bryant in the ninth round, hoping that they'd land in a good spot. But after a little bit of research and spending some time, more than half of the league has publicly said they wouldn't even
0: give Des Bryant the league minimum to be on their team. Did, what did the, um, was it the... Scout for the Cowboys came out and said why he was cut. No, I didn't hear this. Tell me. I, I don't. I, I just know that it wasn't about. It wasn't because of football. It was something about his attitude and everything else. Oh, ob- I mean that's obvious. You yeah, but I mean to... it, you know that's not what Jerry Jones said, and it was flat out. You know, dumb of the the scout. But at the end of the day, it was because he's a problem. He's probably a problem like Brandon Marshall. Yeah, he's a problem, and he's old. What is he? Thirty one now. Thirty. Think so. But there's, I would still like to think that there's teams out there like the Carolina Panthers who could use a receiver. DJ Moore. Devin Funchess. The big one to me, I'm going to go back to, it is C.J. Anderson. Unfortunately for him,
1: I think, the reason C.J. Anderson has not gotten the interest, this draft class was insane at running back. There were so many running backs that went to teams that yeah. are likely going to be starting soon. Or taking prominent roles, guys on like Carryon Johnson who went in the second round, right? So, and and the, all those needs have been filled by much cheaper contracts than CJ Anderson would likely demand. I think that's what's happening here for him.
0: I don't really get it because it's the NFL. The cap is now what $180 dollars a year, yeah, or whatever the hell it is,
1: $176, What
0: what is a million dollars for Darren's roles or two million for? For CJ Anderson, really mean on a team like the fucking Colts, who can't get their starting quarterback out there, who have all the money in the world. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, I'd like to see him go somewhere because I like to watch him play football. We didn't get him on our
1: dynasty team, so that doesn't help at all. But anyway, they're still out there. That's snooze to me. Anything else you want to
0: talk about? I wanted about the Derby. Great entertainment tomorrow. Roller Derby. I love a good roller derby. The good Kentucky Derby. Mm. My exacta. Give me your exacta is justify? Do people know what an exacta is? Pretty much means you pick the top 4 finishers in order. Yeah, well, in well, then that's an exacta Try No, it's an exacta or an exacta trifecta. Okay. Um I'm not a professional gambler, so I can't tell you, but I would I I would personally pick the one where you can pick any 3 in any sort of order, or you can pick the top 4 and you only have to pick the top 2 or something to that degree. That's what I would do if it was me. But I would pick justify. I like Mendelhassen. That's not how you say that. What is it? It's Mendelssohn. No, it's not. You don't It's know what you're talking
1: about. Jewish. Okay, it, but that you would say that because you would know. Well, my wife's half a Jew.
0: So are you now? Well, no. Yeah, you are. No. I've since, been inside a half si- Jew. That's not the same. Since you put your laid your pipe, you know, the other last weekend laid the pipe. Yeah. yeah. The Only problem with Mendelssohn, <laughs> is the fact that he is won the uh, the Derby, the the World Derby in United Arab. And no one has come back and actually won the Kentucky Derby since winning that. Too, big, too quick a turnaround? I don't know. I can't tell you. I'm not a professional. I'm not a trainer like you need T- a good, Todd Pletcher. You need, a good, or Bob you need Baffert. a good month between races if your horse is going to perform that well. Not sure. The other guys to consider here are my boy Jack. My boy Jack. And Magnum Moon. The reason I'm telling you guys this is just like us, you guys are entertained by sports and uh, you would like to bet. Yeah. Tomorrow's a great betting day. It's a great betting day. It's a great betting day, great betting day. Great betting day with drinks. The yep. mint julep. Not that I've ever had one, but there's lots of good-looking girls. I've had a mint julep, and it, you it would cause, tastes like tastes cause, like garbage. Does that surprise you at all that you've had a mint julep? Not at all. Tastes like garbage. But it's a great betting day, folks. It's great entertainment.
1: It is. So yeah, go take ten bucks and put down this exacta and see what happens. And if and if you lose, just send your bill to Big Wiz. <laughs> That's right. At bigwiz.com. At DeweezNuts Deweez Nuts on Twitter. Follow him on Twitter and send it to Dewey at Nuts on Twitter. That's fine. So uh wins let's make a bet. Let's make a bet about this. Will you pick a horse? I pick a horse. Whoever's horse does better? Uh loser takes a shot.
0: Okay. Here. So we're back what do you want to know about
1: Bolt Doro? 8 to 1. Well, uh,
0: give me some give me some statistics. What's his speed track? What's going give me some numbers on Bolt Doro.
1: Dude, I'm looking, man. What'd you call him? Uh, Mick Ruiz. Oh, the jockeys, Espinoza. He's good. Victor Espinoza.
0: Dude's been around for a long time. tell I me mean, you can have Bolt Dora, D'Oro Can you Can one. you give me his speed? What's his speed? What's his recovery time? What's some stats? Give me some stats on Bolt D'Oro.
1: I'm looking, bro. I'm looking. Okay, so here are his finishes. Okay. All time. First at the front runner stakes in Jesus in September. Christ. Third at the uh, sentient Jet
0: Breeders' Cup. What does it in... say about his speed? I want to say about his speed.
1: It doesn't say anything about how fast they run, bro.
0: <laughs> you scroll up or something? Yeah, it's an article. You want to read it? Um, Did not do good trip-breaking. Doro, three-year-old contenders. Duel at San Felipe Stakes. Bad <sighs> a bad profile, Boldoro. Mm. No stats here. There's nothing. No, there's not a lot of
1: stance I mean, what is The horse has been alive for like two years. What do you want, dude? <laughs> what's the no no, alive
0: speed? What's moment. his 100 time? <laughs>
1: what's, his 40, what's his 40 time? They go in half miles. They don't go 40 you want? Yeah, but you could clock it, I'm sure. <laughs> I right, said so what are you going Is it faster or slower than Chris Johnson going? in the 40? What are you going with? Is that who, who are you taking? So the way that we're going to do this is... We're going to use the odds system here. So if I bet a horse that's twice the odds as yours to win, you're going to take two shots if I beat yep, you. Deal. Fine. All right. Who's your choice? Why do I have to go first? I'll decide if you want. I to. brought up the
0: derby. Why don't you go first?
1: Okay. I'm going to pick Hofburg.
0: 23-1 to 1, horse. That's a terrible decision. Fuck. Yeah.
1: It's a bad decision. Wow. Let's see what statistics we've got on Hoff.
0: Okay. So if neither of these horses win...
1: This whoever does better than the other person's horse because they all finish, only one finish ever, second place. <laughs> okay. It happened only. It happened right. about a month ago. Go back to my choices on I'm a dirt winning track, on one and an eighth mile. It's not very long. The Derby's
0: what? One and a quarter. Yeah, I will take. So money's coming in right now. <laughs> Ooh. I'm gonna take my boy Jack, so I can cheer up my boy Jack. Yeah, I kind of want to change my pick. Can I change my pick? <laughs> no, you picked. Hoffberg. I am Is there. A, did something draw to Hoffberg?
1: I once knew somebody <laughs> whose last name was Hoffberg. I'm changing my pick. No, why not? Yeah, we'll, we'll allow this, you
0: to change your this pick. This is good for you. Under current. Uh, under some conditions. If I picked Hoffberg. Under some conditions. What are my conditions? To agree to this, you're going to take a shot regardless. No. Yes, that that that, that is the bet. No, absolutely not. Then Hoffberg it is.
1: You understand if I beat you, it's five shots for you. Five.
0: Fine. Hopper's it's finished once, asshole. One for me.
1: Hopper's finished once. You want my boy Jack? Yeah. What do we know about my boy Jack?
0: He likes the rain.
1: He's finished four times in the last year, all in 2018. Which you know what that means. He's run a lot in a year. He's ready to go. He's jacked up. He ran his last race April 14th. That's not a month. He's a, month a horse. Prior. He's gonna run out of steam. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'm happy with my choice. Yeah, of
0: I'm early. sure you are. You want to change it? Not anymore. For a shot? Nah, I already, right. took, I already took a
1: shot. Right. It's a bet.
0: Yay! All right, back no, no, no. to. It wouldn't be tonight. It would. It would be at your next podcast. Back to football, guys. Segment of the week. Get to it. We still don't have a drop for the segment of Do the- You want to give me one of your drops yeah. for segment of the and- week? I got to go back for, no I can't do it right now. I I left my loser. You're a loser. You're a loser.
1: We're going to we're going to dive back into where we left off pre-draft. We were going through each division in football telling you about those teams and the players on those teams that we liked as the best fantasy value based on where they were going in ADP. And the worst fantasy value based on their ADP where it stands right now. So, you know, we finished the NFC before the draft, which you can pretty much throw away all the episodes that we made pre-draft because now there's new players on these teams. And so, and a lot of new players that will make an impact. What are you doing that, Sunshine? Whatever. It's done. The people have already listened. Don't go back and listen to those again. Now we're going to jump to the AFC. These might be more valuable for you because the rookies are on this team. Uh, the, the, We we have an idea of who's going to be there, so you know maybe these mean more. You want to start? Jump to it. You tell me. This team is a little bit more of yours on his mind. The Bengals is the first team alphabetically in the AFC North. Is which is where we're starting. Uh, We agree that the AFC North is garbage. It's a garbage division. The Steelers the are great division because of outside of one team. The Steelers are great, but the rest of these teams are garbage used to be, not too long ago even, seven maybe years ago, there were three teams in this division that, going into it, you could see going deep into the playoffs. These days, absolutely not. Garbage. And for fantasy purposes, you got one worthwhile, one team that's trying real hard, and two that are just kind of bullshit. (laughs) I'll let you figure out which team is which. Uh, First off, the Bengals. Let's start best value pick from the Bengals. I see that you didn't take the time to list anybody, so I guess we'll talk
0: about my... I did, for best value, I think there's only one best value, and I think you hit it on the head. Joe Mixon is currently going as the running back 17
1: in fantasy football. Remember, we're talking PPR here, guys. Joe Mixon is, is a RB1 all day long to steal a, a line from Wiz here. In a PPR format, the guy can do just about everything. He throws a really mean right hook. Uh, he can catch a pass.
0: He can take it right up the
1: fucking gut of a defense and knock some people down. He now, when, missed you say, a,
0: when you say right hook, you're referencing when he when he punches the girl in the in the restaurant. He hit that blonde chick hard. Yeah, yeah. I showed you that video for the first time. You did. It was pretty ugly. At the I don't know how you've gone this long in your life without seeing that because you didn't want to talk about Ben Roethlisberger because of rape. I don't want to talk about the, some some you know abuser over here named joe mixon true but
1: punching a chick in the face is not at all like punching her in the pussy with your dick it depends
0: on the female, is what i would actually i
1: know you're That's very I would. you're very wrong i'm not
0: sure that you have to ask the female well,
1: you're, well, wow wiz you're what well, you're telling me that a simple assault is just as bad as rape a simple assault did you see that video he punched her hard I I think mean, she, she might have a broken
0: face. She might have. Yeah. She might have.
1: You know, facial fractures. For life, she's disfigured. She might. But only physically, not emotionally. I'm not so sure about that. It could be emotional. Should we bring the women that are upstairs down and ask them what they <laughs> we think might they have to? Too? <laughs>
0: if we, if she sees the video, was it a gentle raping or was it a co-essential raping of, of by Ben Roethlisberger?
1: You think it was gentle? Have you seen the size of that man? I prefer not to think about it. Joe Mixon is going as the running back seventeen. In PPR drafts right now, and he's way better than that. I don't have a whole lot of st- stats for you here, and the reason I don't is this: uh, Cincinnati, as a rule, doesn't let the rookies play. So, so Jeremy Hill, Gio Bernard took a lot of targets away from Mixon for most of the year. They wouldn't let him play. He got hurt for a little while. Uh, whenever he did step in, he was clearly head and shoulders better than the other guys on that team. Uh, he's not a rookie anymore. I expect him to step in with a heavy workload. Jeremy Hill's gone. He's going to be the one in first and second down back, running the ball up the middle. And he's going to be catching the ball with Gio coming in to spell him on occasion. Right now, you know, the the Bengals did draft another running back who looks exactly like Giovanni Bernard, but I'm not concerned at all. I think Joe Mixon is a stud. I think he probably finishes uh, top eight Running back at the end of the year in PPR, and he's going at seventeen now. So if that's a value. It's pretty high. I'm not sure I'm going to agree with you on that. You want me to tell you where I got him ranked? Because I got my rankings done. Wiz, you got your rankings done? No. Okay. But he's not. He's not eight. No. Yeah. Let's not talk about <laughs> my
0: rankings. His rankings. Are- I need to readdress my <laughs> rankings. What I mean to say here. <laughs>
1: I've actually got him ranked as the 17th running back. The value. <laughs> That's exactly where he's going right yeah. now. All right, let's go to worst value because I I he's a little bit better. Wor- worst, we've actually got some statistics to back these up. Let's start with yours. Worst value
0: on the Bengals for fantasy-wise based on where they're going in ADP. Worst value because of his draft position. AJ Green's still a good player. He's, he, he could bring fantasy value, just not at the number 8 receiver point where he's currently at. I
1: went upstairs and asked the women, quote, There is absolutely no room for discussion, audience.
0: Rape is far and away the worst thing that can happen to a woman. I think you should go show them a video of it. All of them, and then go re on it. i to show them. Anyways, AJ Green, currently be drafted number 8 wide receiver, ahead of Tyree Kill, Mike Evans, Stefan Diggs, Brandon Cooks. The simple answer is, he has no way even close to the amount of upside that those four receivers had. Except. Um, he does not have the amount of the upside the other receivers had. Let me tell you something. all. Let me tell you some things about A.J. Green. Okay. He hasn't cut 90 balls, even 90 balls, since 2013, buddy. Correct. But he's always
1: had over 1,000 yards, except for the one time where he only played 10 games. He's average two years ago. He does average 80 catches for 1,200 yards. And pretty eight, weak compared to eight what we talked about.
0: Well, um. He's only caught ten TDs or more since twenty fourteen once. Well, three times in his career. Yeah, that's weak. Guys, again Tony Browns, done it three times in the last three
1: seasons. They're only he. He is the only only the third person, uh, all time, to start a career with as many one thousand or what is start. it, 6 six six one thousand
0: yard start. seasons. Here's the problem: is now we got we have we keep increasing the amount of points for PPR. That's decreasing the value of that. The, I mean,
1: I, I, I'm just saying, the guy averages 1,200 yards a season, every season, even when the Bengals suck.
0: I think you're, those stats are skewed because of what he did early in his career, not at the end of his career anymore. He's yeah. he's, he's closer to Des Bryant than he is to no, Diggs. No, I'm saying the only time
1: he failed to catch 1,000 yards worth of passes is the year, it, what was it, 2015? Would you draft played, him ahead of
0: Tyreek Hill? He only played 10 games. Would you draft him ahead of Tyreek Hill? Yes. How about Stephon Diggs? Oh, absolutely. Mike Evans? Yeah, I don't like Mike Evans. You're a fool. Yeah. Sometimes I wonder why I let you draft half of the team in in, in our dynasty league. He's not worth the value at the 8th spot. That's that, that's I think that's the key point. Still good, still a good receiver. Not at number eight. I I disagree with you there. AJ
1: Green is a an absolute beast at number eight. He doesn't catch the balls, but he catches balls worth points. His yardage has always been amazing. It's going to continue to be amazing. He scores some touchdowns. <laughs> Yeah, here's the problem. Touchdowns are worth six points. Uh, I mean, he averages eight touchdowns. Again, if you take out the year that he only played ten games, then he averages nine touchdowns. That's good. All right, uh, let's go to mine. My my overvalued player on the Bengals is Tyler Eifert. When you talk about tight ends, Tyler Eifert comes up over and over and over as one of these guys that's just a stud. He's one of these top-tier guys. You hear it all the time. Right now, he's only going as a tight end 12, and that's because he missed, what, all of last season? Uh, the fact is this, guys. As a tight end 12, that's being that's the guy that's being drafted as a tight end 1 in the league, right? He's only played 10 games over the past two seasons. In fact, he's played uh, he played 15 in his first year, then he played one game, then 13, then 8, then 2 games. Over the course of his career, he just doesn't play. That's the problem. He's, one of the, what are the very reasons, similar
0: to, to Jordan Reed.
1: One of the reasons people love Tyler Eifert is, like, he's a touchdown machine, right? They're remembering in 2015 when he scored 13 touchdowns. He's similar to Jordan Reed. Great year. Over the other four years in his career combined, seven total touchdowns. Yeah, most of it came in, I think, in that where he played 13. They were split up okay. Um, he, he's
0: now, similar to Jordan Reed is what yeah, he
1: is. He can't stay on the uh, – well, If I, the two on, if you
0: put both of them on the field – I would take Jordan Reed every day over to Tyler Eifert. Okay, your preference. But but the problem with both of them is they just don't play. They don't play. Yeah,
1: Eifert does not play. He's not worth drafting as a tight end because he's basically a wasted roster spot for at least half the season. Not worth it, guys. Forget tight end 12. I wouldn't draft him as tight end 24 just because he's not going to play. Okay. He might have upside when he plays, but if he's going to play six games in a season, I'm not drafting Sam Bradford either for the same reason. Take me to the Browns. Oh, my God, we love the Browns, don't we? Not really. You know, you want to. The Browns did so much this offseason. You want to love them. You they did want a lot to last them. year's draft, too. But. Best value on this team? We've got three names listed here.
0: Why don't you kick us off? Nick Chubb? Chubby? Well, that's my guy, but we'll talk about him. I you yeah you listed him I I kind of I like Chubb a lot here.
1: Yeah, Chubb is being drafted as a running back 42 right now. He's being drafted actually as the third running back on the Cleveland I'm not Browns sure how. roster. Well, I'll tell you how. Carlos Hyde has been a stud in fantasy for a while. Old and Duke Johnson bad specifically last year and in PPR, he's a really good PPR back. He does a lot catching the ball out of the backfield. He was sort of a, a a a fantasy darling last year. Yeah, Chris Thompson style but but not not limited upside. So Chubb comes in here, right? And you know, I guess it's easy to dismiss him as the third guy in this team. Uh, the pres- presumption is that Hyde is going to start the season as the number one guy, but he is listed as a, quote, high risk for injury uh, on Sports Injury Predictor, which is a wonderful website that takes all injuries into account and the potential for re-injury in those spots. Um, you know, he had that MCL tear uh, what uh, last year, two years ago. Two years ago. Uh, He's only played 34 games out of the 48 that he's had in his NFL career. So he's only missed a couple of games here or there. But his NCAA career. The type of injuries that he's had in his career are injuries that are more likely than most to come back and haunt him in the future. He's getting kind of old. So he's a great player when he plays. But we don't expect him to make it through this season. And one of two things is going to happen either Hyde's going to get the ball a whole lot early and he's going to get injured early and Chubb gets his chance or the coach coaching staff is going to say hey we know this guy's an injury prone so let's 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 sprinkle Chubb in there plenty to keep him rested and healthy either way i think Chubb gets plenty opportunity this year again high high upside there for Chubb yes yeah he's
0: a good running back you remember the combine yeah Stats number two overall for running backs. Blew it out of the water. I'm going to go a different direction here on this one. Okay. I'm going to say a quarterback that was drafted number one overall. Yes. Baker Mayfield, folks. Coming back to life here. Currently, I think he's number th- also number three on a depth chart. Do you have a Baker Mayfield poster hanging in your room yet? Um, No, but I like the idea of putting, you know, except that was Johnny Manziel. That was Johnny Manziel. Um, so you, Baker Mayfield. Did the, he did the money sign with his fingers. And he, he grabbed, grabbed his crotch once, didn't he? Baker, I don't know. Did yeah, he, he? did on, on the sideline. I'm not against two. Um, it's currently quarterback number 24 behind Tyrod Taylor. Um, we don't know, but I think ba- again, I, I'm bet on Baker. Tyrod Taylor's going to start the season. We'll see how far he gets. Yeah, he's going to start. I think he's a good quarterback. Taylor, he's a usable quarterback.
1: He's gonna if if he loses three out of the first five, he's gonna be done. Yeah, agreed. I mean, if they win, Tyrod Taylor's going to be there for a little bit. Cleveland is looking for a reason to put Mayfield in. Anytime you draft a quarterback one overall, you're looking for a reason to put him in. So unless Tyler or unless unless Tyrod Taylor just goes off and sustains this amazing season, it's sort of like Case Keenum last year after Bradford came back. Yes, Like the minute he fucked up, Bradford was going to step in. That's what's going on with Tyrod mm-hmm. Taylor here. The minute he fucks up, Baker Mayfield, it's his
0: team. If Baker Mayfield's number 24 overall in the quarterbacks, there's value there knowing that it's his team, unless the Browns start miraculously winning a lot in those first five games. And
1: they've they've really improved the offense, but it's still the Browns. So mm-hmm. you have to assume Baker Mayfield's going to get in. Uh, yeah, at 24, at, at running back 24, I'd definitely take him as a backup on my team just to see what happens, for sure. If I'm talking about my dynasty team, it'd be great to have him on my dynasty team. This is the guy you want, because who knows? Yeah, your dynasty team, I agree. He's but not on our dynasty you team. He's got problems on that thing. Uh, Worst value on this team, I've got Josh Gordon. That's because he's at wide receiver 15, I'm not sure how. He's going at wide receiver 15, which is first on the team. Landry's going at wide receiver 22. Uh, In my mind, Landry is a much better option than Josh Gordon. Neither of them as good as wide receiver 15. Uh, You know, since 2014, he's played in 10 games. Accurate. Out of a possible 68. Yes,
0: since he you? entered
1: the league, he's played ten games out no, of sixty-eight. He was there before that. I think he was in twenty-twelve. Okay, that's insane. There's a reason. <laughs> there's a reason you shy away from Josh Gordon because Josh Gordon is a terrible fucking human
0: being. I wonder if I go that far. You, okay. Terrible NFL player because he can't lay off marijuana or drugs or anything else in between. Well, even if he comes out sober, we don't know what kind of an NFL player he is. Sober, <laughs> any more? We only don't.
1: Ever played? Fucked up. Yeah. Look, there's so many weapons on this team now. Landry, Josh Gordon, and let's not forget Corey, Corey Coleman, Golden. who is pretty much the same kind of and player Nick as Gordon. Chubb. And we got Nick Chubb. We got Carlos Hyde. We got Duke Johnson coming out of the backfield. We got one other guy that we didn't talk about earlier, but we should back up and talk about. We don't need to talk about him. He's garbage. Okay, I think Injoku is a, is got some potential at the tight end spot to do some work.
0: My point Did you is, say you this, had a joke to tell
1: on. You said the worst. That was the worst joke you've ever. Is that what you just said? I think you owe me a shot. I, I owe you for that. a joke. You owe me a shot for I that. I
0: joke you. No, I'm gonna joke you too. Yeah, take a shot. Yeah, let me get on that.
1: Okay. Uh, and joke is good. He's got some potential. My, my whole point is this: there's so many fucking weapons on this team. So many options. On a team that historically doesn't score a lot of points, and we can't assume is going to start scoring a lot of points, which means there's not a lot of actual opportunity for all these different guys. It's going to be spread pretty thin the way I look at it. Nobody deserves to be
0: wide receiver 15. Well, I think we actually listed uh, Coleman previously, and I, I still think there's value with Coleman. Yeah. But there's not value at, at 15 for Josh Gordon. Don't draft him at 15. That's I wouldn't insane. mind having Josh Gordon because of the potential
1: upside, but that potential is marred by a, a the potential downside of, like, you know, not playing 58 not, not out playing. of 68 games. Yes. Fuck them. They're the Browns. Let's move on.
0: The Ravens.
1: Baltimore Ravens. The best value for me on the Baltimore Ravens is the tight end position. There are, I think, three guys on this team who could end up being – starters or the tight end uh, worth having that's Hayden Hurst who was drafted in the first round this did year. Did we
0: bring the paper bag?
1: You're know, the one that crumbles. No, I threw the fucking paper bag out. Did you hear it in last week's episode? Yeah, it was great. That's, was very that's a loud. good drop. Is it a great sound effect that we want to <laughs> drop into every one of these? Yeah. You want a piece of paper to crumble up right next to the damn microphone while I'm talking. Look, Hayden Hurst was drafted in the first round. In the third round Mark Andrews was drafted, and I think they did that because Hayden Hurst is 26 years old. Mark Andrews is 21 years old. Both of them are similar, similarly built kind of kinds of players, outrageously athletic players, guys that can run routes, catch balls. Uh, And then you got Crockett Gilmore, who I think is a dark horse to do some work this year. David Crockett was slated to be the starting tight end on this team coming into the year. The reason I like tight ends on the Baltimore Ravens is that Joe Flacco is a god awful quarterback. He's not good. Supposedly throws a good deep ball. He threw... Supposedly. Supposedly. Torrey Smith, he caught 20 of them a year while he was out there. Um... Flacco's always been kind of good, and the Ravens have always been kind of good at the tight end position. You know, you've got some good fantasy tight ends in this history with Dennis Pitta, Benjamin Watson. Remember Todd Heap? He was awesome. Owen Daniels, Ed Dixon. These are these are good tight ends that have been on this team here recently. I think it's a team and a quarterback that knows how to use them. So one of these guys is going to end up being the tight end then on the team. Uh, I think I think it's worth taking a shot on some of these guys. You know, Hayden Hurst is the only one that's being drafted. He's being taken at tight end nineteen. So if he's gonna be the second tight end you pick up on your team for depth, fuck it, yeah. Alright? And then you keep Mark Andrews on your uh watch list. Crockett
0: Gilmore on your watch list. <laughs> Davy Crockett. My values with uh Crabtree. Crabtree's uh oh Crabtree's now in uh Baltimore. He's going as wide receiver number twenty five. The only reason I didn't put I love Crabtree, I've said this
1: before, I've I've had him on my team for so many years in the past. So you you lay your pipe in him. Yeah. Well, you know, You know, I wouldn't go that far. He's aggressive, but I like him. I like him as a fantasy wide receiver. But on the Ravens, I don't. I think at twenty five, he's still good value. But I didn't. I don't want to say it because I hate wide receivers on the Ravens. I mean, at twenty five,
0: that's most people's number second wide receiver, second maybe third wide receiver depending. His last three seasons, he's had scored eight TDs twice, nine TDs once. Last three seasons, he's had double-digit red zone targets in each of those seasons. Last three seasons, he's had average 12, 14, 14.5 points per game in PPR League. Uh, that's all, those are all good stats for a three or second wide receiver. And I just think there's value if he's going as wide receiver twenty. Those are fantastic stats for a second wide receiver.
1: If you're getting nine touchdowns, yeah. eight touchdowns. That's what he's been doing. He has he's, been the red zone guy. He's wide
0: receiver number one there.
1: I like him. I kind of like him. I'm not going to put him on a team just because he's in Baltimore, but I loved him in Oakland, and I'm very sad that he's gone. Worst value? Um, Who did the Ravens
0: draft as the last pick in the first round? Mm. What was his name? The dumbest man in football. Michael Irvin was doing the interview? No, no, no. Actually, don't do nuts. That was Deion. Deion Sanders. Deion
1: Sanders. You got that wrong there, Wiz. Uh, Lamar Jackson. And specifically for redraft leagues, he's being drafted as a quarterback twenty-five in redraft leagues, which I understand
0: is very deep. But good god! So he's getting drafted one position behind Baker Mayfield. That is correct. That is the dumbest thing I've.
1: He's a fine option in dynasty because eventually he'll play. But but Kyle reason, Bowler
0: played too.
1: The reason I put him on this list is. A lot of people are talking about how Lamar Jackson is going to be great this year for fantasy because the team is ready to move off of Flacco. Flacco's got a couple of years left on his contract, but after this year, his dead cap space is very small, like a million bucks. So everybody's convinced all of a sudden the Baltimore Ravens are going to drop Joe Flacco next or year. Or Lamar Jackson. Cold and let Lamar Jackson play. While I hate Joe Flacco and think he's a terrible quarterback, He's still the guy on this team that won them a Super Bowl and took the Super Bowl MVP down. They're not going to give up and just give the team to Lamar Jackson, the dumbest man in football. Would you draft him in your fantasy league? Dynasty League?
0: Which one? Lamar. In a Dynasty League, I would because Fletcher is getting old, and maybe in a couple of years he's gone. E.J. Manuel got drafted, too, in the NFL, at the 12th quarterback or the 12th player overall. That's high.
1: Yeah. You love to talk about EJ Manuel cuz how bad
0: quarterbacks get how bad quarterbacks get drafted in the first round. Have you yet looked up if he's still in the league and on the Bills? He is. He's on the Bills. Where is he? Um, I will look this up for you since you keep asking me. I do keep asking you. All right, give me the
1: next one. We're we'll going on to the Steelers, the only team worth a shit in this division for fantasy football purposes anyway, as far as we're concerned. Oh, just so you know where he was
0: last year, Oakland. E.J. Manuel was in Oakland. Is he still? Um, Seems still like look, a great Gruden I'm guy. I'm looking that up. A Gruden grinder. Yeah, he's still in Oakland. Yeah, Gruden grinder. E.J.
1: Manuel. E.J. Manuel in Oakland, folks. He's the number two?
0: Yeah. Ooh. Behind, you had a counter cook. <laughs> there you go.
1: Steelers. Best value. Big Ben Roethlisberger being taken right now at the quarterback 12 spot. This offense, we had this conversation right before we started, right? This offense has has, has been a, a top three offense for fantasy purposes mm-hmm. for a long time. Yeah. Patriots are up there. Packers are up there, as you pointed out. That might be about it. Sustained over New a period Orleans. Of time. Yeah, you're right. They're up the top five all day long. Insane. Antonio Brown's here. Juju Smith-Schuster, who might be a fucking stud, is there. Uh, James Washington, drafted early this year from Oklahoma State, who blew, out, blew away all the records in this conference in Oklahoma State. Le'Veon Bell is there. All these guys, pretty much me, you know, these guys score a shitload of fantasy points, and they can't do it without somebody throwing the ball to them. You can't have a whole bunch of receiving fantasy studs without a quarterback that's going to score a shitload of points. That's Big Ben Roethlisberger, a quarterback twelve. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, he'll he doesn't pr- run the ball
0: anymore at all. No, but he can still move around enough to give himself time. There, there's gonna be games where he throws for 500 yards again. Again, so is, is is he is he a a flyer? I don't think he's a. I don't think he qualifies as a flyer because he's been a top ten yeah, quarterback sh- for I mean, like a decade. So you so you think he's a guaranteed number one quarterback spot every single? Every single week. Well, uh, almost every single week. Yeah, almost. Put him against the
1: best of the defenses. You know, sometimes the Steelers get off to a slow start. They do that a lot. They do that a lot. So, uh, yeah, eventually. I think he's going to be fine. If you draft Big Ben Roethlisberger, you're pretty, as long as he stays on the field, you're going to have a guy that you can pretty much play week in and week out. Better than quarterback 12 to me.
0: Worst value on the team? You got one? I want to hear yours because I can't wait till I rip yours apart. Le'Veon Bell. Yeah, why? Uh, well, because
1: I had to put somebody here in worst value. <laughs> he is going as the running back two. He's going as the second overall pick. Mm-hmm. In fact, he's actually tied as the first overall pick with Todd Gurley on fantasy calculator. They're both going as the one point two on average. Uh, that that's just too high. For, I mean, we've I think we both have you him ranked as our number four.
0: You me for listing Gurley as the, as
1: the most overvalued. And how high was he going? Exactly as high as you ranked him at number two. You know where
0: I rank Le'Veon Bell at number four, and you say you're splitting hairs. We both ranked him at level i I'm just saying four. that the value just isn't there for those players.
1: I mean, he there's still I mean Le'Veon Bell's a stud. Again, he'll start
0: the year. What I don't he's not like about Bell is that he's always contemplating making arguments on why he's going to be leaving. Yeah, that's why we're
1: drafting James Conner in our dynasty draft. Yeah, you never know. In the next round. I was hoping we'd come up on our, uh, on the uh, next round before the show was over. We didn't do it? Let me double check for us before we're done.
0: Well, so let me give you a stat of the week as we're talking about this, right? No, I gotta drop it first. Oh, good God. You're a loser!
1: Yeah, but I, I can't hear that from your machine. You just did. Oh, okay. Did you say it twice? Losers! <laughs> you sound just like him. Yeah, no, we're not up. We're not even close to up. Is that um, the 1510, we're
0: 1605? All right, so here's stat of the week. Wait. Big whiz on his stat of the week. All right, hit stat of the, me the week, sta- right? Hit me with the stat Pro of Lucas offense, Pittsburgh, right? We both acknowledge good offenses. Good offense. They're top five offenses in the last, I want to say the last five years. 2017, they were fifth overall. 2016, actually went down to 12, but then they were seven, seven, so forth. When was the last year a team in their division scored more points than them? Right. So 2017, they scored 406. It's gotta be 400, 423, 436. So tell me the last year that they score that were outscored by a division opponent. So, uh, right off the bat, I, I want to say it was it was the Bengals,
1: but as I think about it, I don't know that the Bengals have ever been an outrageously high-scoring team, so I'm going to say it was the Ravens, I'm going to say it was the Ravens when Jamal Lewis was there setting all <laughs> kinds of records, and that was in what, like, 20- 2002, thousand two three is going to be my guess, <laughs> I don't know, I feel like that's way too far back. Right, so that
0: is all far back. Um, the Ravens did come close a couple times um, the last couple of years, actually. the Pittsburgh put up 406. Surprisingly, the Ravens did put up 395 points last year. Ooh, Yeah, only 11 points behind them. How did that happen? I don't know. For bad Joe Flacco. I don't remember any good football coming out of Baltimore last year. It was Cincinnati in 2013. Okay. They, they Cincinnati clinched the division, uh, and they put up 430 versus Pittsburgh's 379. That, was, that, that would have been A.J. Green's, like, 13-touchdown season, I guess. I, I would assume so, but I, that just tells you how good Pittsburgh's been for a long, long time compared to the rest of that division. They've been real good. God, I went a little too
1: far back there, huh? <laughs> yeah,
0: you did. Jamal
1: Wow. You remember Jamal Lewis? University of Tennessee. Jamal Lewis had two, like, 280-yard games in one season. Well, didn't he, did he break Peyton's yeah, he, record? He broke the record he broke his own record in the same season, once against the Browns, once against the Bears, didn't he? No, he only... He, he ran for 300-plus yards against the Browns. Against the Browns, which doesn't shouldn't count. I thought he did it again against the Bears I in think, that no, year. No, but I'm
0: saying, I, did, did he break the single-season record? For most rushing yards in a season? Yeah. Yeah. He did, right? Yeah. In a game and a season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I thought. We got anything else for the people? Do you want to talk about our draft, or do you want to wait? We can talk about it. I think you got to wait a little bit to give them some, some in-depth discussion let's about just, it. Okay,
1: so let's just kind of tell you the way it's gone a little bit and what we've done. So, first off, 12 teams, 28 rounds, Dynasty Startup. We went ahead and traded out. We had the 108 is where we fell in the random order. We traded out of the first round. Can so, you get the trade? Because that was a good trade. In that trade, um, y- yeah, I can. Were you drunk while you were making these trades? Not the first one.
0: Because the first one was so good. And then somehow you...
1: So the first it, the first one, I, I, uh, I made the same trade offer to every single team in the league. And all but one of them declined it and shot me down. The trade was... We gave up the 108 in our 10th and 11th pick this year. And we got a second... A third and a seventh,
0: great trade. It's a good trade, not a great trade, but it's a good trade. It's a great trade. Well, we you got, give, you give up a lot and then to get out of the first round, and you got we two got and three, three trades in the top three picks in the top seven rounds for that. Yeah, but I mean, you, it was still three for three. You didn't, we didn't gain a, a draft pick. We just gained earlier draft picks.
1: Yes. Uh, in fact, the way that it go, the way that it kind of went, is that we. We, at this point, we're in the round 15, we have taken less players than anybody else in the league, but we took our players early. We had
0: five players before most teams had three. Okay, but your next drunken trade, which I really don't understand here. You want me to tell them about that one? Yeah, I mean, because your first trade, it's, 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 a, you can argue both sides of that trade, no, and I think for the can't. most part, it was it's a good, good trade. It was a fantastic
1: trade. Uh, This, uh, so, at that... We were getting close to draft time, and I got nervous that we only had two seconds. So I really wanted to get another second round pick, and I fucked this one up bad. I we we picked up the two oh four, but we gave away one of our third rounds, a fifth round, and a seventh.
0: You have a lot of
1: depth there. We have a lot of depth to get, but in the end, you know, we had three second round picks. And that worked okay. Here's what we did in the second round, folks, just so you know. After a lot of deliberation, we decided we wanted to go heavy running back in the third, in the second round just because we liked the value there better. We took Melvin Gordon, Christian McCaffrey as our two studs, and we took Keenan Allen as a receiver because we knew we had to have one.
0: Which I think those are good. Those are great second-round picks. I would take it all day long.
1: Yeah, and we we did discuss on the podcast earlier. We when when we hit three hundred eight with our next pick, we managed to get Jarek McKinnon, somebody that we both liked as a second-round talent, but we liked Melvin Gordon just a little bit more. So we were happy that we got him. That's three stud running backs in the first three rounds. So here's a question for you and a receiver. Let Let me ask you this real quick for the people. So we put we took three stud running backs. In the first three rounds. We are now in round 15. How many running backs are on our team? Three! That's that's it. That's it, people. From there on, we felt really bad about the fact that we only had one receiver and the receiving options were going quickly, so we snatched up as many as we could. In this order, we took Cooper Cup in the fourth. And they're kind of fugly. Cooper Cup in the fourth, probably a stretch. We didn't have another pick to the sixth. We took DJ Moore in the sixth. Now, right before that DJ Moore pick... I was kind of looking around to see what was available, and I saw a lot of value at the quarterback. There were two quarterbacks that I really liked, and we weren't going to be picking again for a little while. So I made another trade to trade up into the sixth round so that we had the 605 and the 607. I was able to take DJ Moore and lock down Russell Wilson. Cam Newton was the other guy that I kind of liked. Okay, we didn't pick again until the end of the eighth round. We were still desperate for receivers. We took Sterling Shepard. Long conversation here. Should we take somebody like Sterling Shepard, or should we take Christian Kirk with the potential upside as the Arizona new stud after after Fitz Shepard's, leaves? Shepard's proven. We ended up with Shepard as he's proven. Uh, we didn't pick again. End of the ninth, we took Michael Gallup because we liked the idea of of this this kid coming into Dallas, and it's kind of wide open in Dallas. We'll see. Actually, I should say I took this one. Yeah, I was going to say. Wiz was working, and he refused to respond to my text messages, so I just took whoever the fuck I wanted.
0: Kind of like that second
1: trade you made. After nine, we didn't pick again until round 12. Hmm. Desperate at receiver, we took Dante Moncrief. All of the Jacksonville receivers were available, and we kind of we toiled over which one to take. Moncrief was the guy. Do you reg-
0: regret not taking someone like ESB? No, I kind of regret not taking Marquise Lee. No, I think I'd rather... More upside with Moncrief. Maybe. Well,
1: we Definitely. picked again in the 14th round, and even though we we only have three running backs on our team... <laughs> after 13 rounds of drafting, we only have three running backs on a team where you can start up to six. <laughs> six? Run- Five. Yeah. We chose Josh, Al- Josh Rosen. <laughs> Not Josh Allen. Don't give him hernias. We took Josh Rosen. Uh, do we have a young stud quarterback? Yes. Is he going to be around for years to come? Yes. Did Maybe. Take another he one? gets
0: crushed every year.
1: Yes. We read from somebody on Twitter this phrase. In
0: Dynasty, you draft for talent, trade for need. Well, this is, all, this is what we know, though. It's highly probable Bradford's going to get hurt. Highly probable Rosen plays. We like Rosen. If we need a receiver, someone's bound to give us value for him. Yeah. Do we need a receiver,
1: though? Or a running back. doesn't matter. Here's the thing. We're picking again here in the uh, 16th round, because we didn't have a 15th rounder either, with three running backs. And the guys that we're looking at at running back right now are like James Conner as a backup, because who knows, one day he might be all right. We've got fucking... We had a conversation earlier today about... Who is it?
0: Riddick? Tavon
1: Austin. Maybe we'll take Tavon Austin. I'm not as sure we had a discussion range. about this. You
0: were ranting and raving about Tavon Austin.
1: Guys, here's what I've learned about Dynasty drafts. The first handful of picks
0: are fine, but it's the middle rounds that can make or break your Is it, team. I don't know if that's Dinah. That's every single fantasy. It might be so every fantasy. Can, can, let's repeat this. So The second trade you made, we, we got a, it's like a a third second-round pick, but we lost a third and a fifth. And a seventh. Which is pretty good. Would you would you give up one of those? Those it would be right now. It would be McCaffrey probably. Melvin Gordon. We took last. Out we of took those. Gordon. Okay, we took Gordon last. Would, would you I give, give up, up Melvin Gordon? Gordon
1: to have another third, fifth, and seventh?
0: Yeah. Yes.
1: And I say I I love Melvin Gordon, but most of the teams but, in our so league have fifteen players right now, and we have ten. yeah that's gonna hurt we'll let you know where we end up (laughs) at the end of this thing and what our team looks like at the end of this thing guys i think we might have fucked up our first startup draft we're new to Dynasty. Can we register for Give another one? Give us a chance.
0: Can we register for another
1: one? I have to go cry into my beer over the starting roster that we've got. And, yeah, maybe register for a brand new thing. So uh, <laughs> we're going to leave you here. Don't forget to go find us on Facebook. Write us a review. Apparently on Yelp because that's all this douchebag knows about. Uh, follow, subscribe. Hey, do, you have all a, these do you have A review yet? We have no reviews. I'll tell okay, you what. So maybe Yelp
0: is the start of one.
1: I'll tell you what, guys. Listeners, I'll make you a deal. If you write us a five-star review anywhere, anywhere. <laughs> Yelp. It'd it be Yelp, <laughs> Facebook, Google, whatever. iTunes, fine. I will read it word for word on the air. I don't care what you put in there. You can make me say anything you want. Write us a five-star review, and and I will read it verbatim on the air. Like, I like to lay my pipe in Michael Crabtree. Whatever. Take advantage. Okay. Just give us a
0: fucking review, dude. Alright. Fuck off. Wiz? Peace out. Check you later. See you later. Thank you for listening to another episode of Your Football Fantasy. Do us a favor by subscribing on Apple Podcasts. Like, follow, and share our Facebook page. And leave reviews everywhere to let people know just how much you love us. We'll see you back next week to make more of your fantasies come true.